0: Go to Bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at Bluenile.com for $50 off your purchase. Bluenile.com code LISTEN. The Talk Sport Fan Network is probably supported by Mick Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mick Delivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mick Delivery. Welcome again to Cottage Talk. I am Russ Goldman. This is my match reaction show. My five takeaways from Fulham's no-nil draw against Everton at Craven Cottage. As you can imagine, this is a disappointing result. You'll always take a point, but this is two points drop for me, but Everton supporters could make the same exact argument because this was a pretty even match, both gloves. Had their spells, both clubs created their opportunities, but both clubs were toothless. Let's just call what it is, struggling to score goals. And my opening thoughts go to this. So how have we gotten here? How have we gotten from Fulham's back-to-back 5-0 victories, scoring goals for fun, scoring goals against Liverpool, to what we watched at Craven Cottage? How did we get here? And I will just mention that I think part of the reason we are here is unfortunately two players at the African Cup of Nations, Calvin Bassey and Alex Awobi. Both are pivotal into how Foam play. Calvin Bassey actually has become pivotal from the back, moving the ball forward along with Tosin. But Alex Awobi is really that force going forward. And his play with Pereira and Jimenez really was something special that they were developing. So when you take one piece out of that puzzle, everything has unfortunately fallen apart. With those two other players, I think Awobi is massive. I'll talk about this in just a minute. But for me, one of the major reasons we are seeing a lack of goals is the loss of Awobi. But it's more than that. It's obviously more than that. They are dealing with injuries. Now you don't have Harry Wilson and you are dealing with an older player in William who actually is still playing at a high level, but they are just not able to do really anything in the final third at this point. It's actually not good at all. And for me watching this and I'll be talking about this felt like insanity at times. And uh, that will actually be one of my takeaways. Very disappointing. I'm recording this about a day and a half until the end of the transfer window. And I do hope the board of Fulham Football Club were watching that match and thinking, we have to do something. They absolutely have to do something, not just at the striker position. They need a winger. They could use a center back, a central midfielder. I'm asking a lot, but they should have done this over the summer. The fact that they have it and put Fulham in this situation actually is insane to me. So we could be further up the table, could be in the top 10 by now if they had the right pieces. I truly believe that. Instead, we are basically doing this thing where they are going to survive, and I don't think they're going to be in a relegation battle, but I think they are going to not be where they should be. And I think that when the players come back from the African Cup of Nations, you are going to see an improved Fulham football club. But it shouldn't come down to just two players going to the African Cup of Nations to everything falling apart and not being able to score goals. It's terrible. We have these two extremes, scoring goals for fun and scoring no goals. That's insane. Okay, let's get to my five takeaways. As always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. It does help other Fulham supporters find us. So let's start with number five. And let's give some credit to Everton. I thought they played well, but they have no end product either. But Everton did not show anything new to Fulham. Fulham knew what to expect. They knew exactly what to expect from Sean Deitch. And you got it. And even with all that, Fulham could not really do anything against this side And uh, a lot of credit goes to Everton, but they missed their opportunities. They had a wonderful opportunity that, uh, again, cleared off the line. And you could talk about VAR and Anthony Robinson. I understand the argument, but a lot of these calls have gone against Fulham. So this one goes for Fulham, so I'll just take it. But I can see the argument if you're an Everton supporter, why did that? not result in handball into a penalty for Everton. They, in my opinion, they have an argument. They absolutely do. But there is nothing new here. And Fulham still could not get all three points of Craven Cottage. Very disappointing. But give credit to Everton. They know who they are. And they showed it to Fulham, but they lack something up front just like Fulham. So I think a nil-nil draw is um, what is deserved from both sides. But Everton we who they were in this match. Number four, the injury situation just gets worse for Full. Marco talked about this when you play three matches in such a short period of time. Injuries do happen. What is uh, very concerning are the injuries to Jimenez and then, of course, Issa Diop. And Issa Diop has actually been playing well. If both are dealing with hamstring injuries, look out because that could really be a problem. Whenever I hear hamstring injury, I don't think a week. I think more time than that. I, it could be long term. I hope it is not. Hopefully we will learn more. but this situation is getting bad. You already have Harry Wilson out. You have lack of depth right now. So we're gonna have to watch to see this situation. And again, full, I feel have to react in the transfer window they have to because the injuries keep mounting what are you going to do are you going to limp to the finish or are you going to run to the finish full need to run to the finish but they might be forced to because of the injury situations that they are dealing with right now very concerning i hate to say it number three Films show us the definition of insanity. When you just keep doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result, that can be insanity. And that's what I feel we were watching. Now Fulham are very dangerous on the wings. We know that. And uh I don't think that is really the definition of insanity. What I think the definition of insanity is all of these corners that you're expecting a different result by doing pretty much the same thing you Do mix it up a little bit, but it's the same thing. And it really just, it felt like basically that nothing was going to come of it. I think they could have had another 50 corners and nothing was going to come of it. Great opportunities, no end product. And also in the box, the final third, just so toothless. So I think what we watched was over and over again, all of the corners mounting up and nothing was changing it showed me the definition of insanity. It was terrible to watch. And i got to be honest with you, I thought Everton were very comfortable in dealing with all of Fulham's uh, set pieces. Whereas on the other side, I think Fulham struggled against Everton's set pieces. They should have scored. They should have scored off of a couple corners, to be honest with you. Fulham were fortunate in that case. But I thought over the course of play, I think the result is... Correct. I think it should have been a draw because I think both sides created enough to make it a draw. Okay. So let's go to number two. I keep mentioning this and I just have to continue to mention this because I think this match showed it more than any other match. I think I said in the Liverpool match, but this was even worse. Alex was a huge miss in this particular match because again we're talking about the definition of insanity and all that. He would have played a role in this as well, but it's his play with uh, those two players I talked about before, Pereira, and then, of course, Jimenez. I I don't think it's an accident that both players have dipped since awobi has been at the African Cup of Nations. And uh, it's just that understanding that they built. So you take him out of it, and you really are hurting. And it's his energy. And I think, yes, he's not... The greatest at uh, shooting, I will say that. But he creates a great deal. And that intensity that he brings was sorely missed in this match. And I I think he would have made a huge difference. So I just want Alex be back. Best of luck to him, Calvin Bassey with uh, Nigeria. But uh, I look forward to them coming back to Fulham. Okay. Coming up next is my number one takeaway from this nil-nil draw for Fulham So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, my number one takeaway from this match is that Fulham desperately need a striker. I think that is obvious. And my number one takeaway is this. If Mitro played, if Mitro was there, Fulham would have won this match comfortably. I really believe that. So when you look at it, when you look at the opportunities, Tony Gale I had on my commentary was just talking about Rodrigo Muniz when he came in, there was this opportunity that if he was a little bit more aggressive, he probably would have scored against the defender. That's when you were really missing Mitro. And I know it's painful to talk about, but it's not just Mitro. It's it's just a very good striker in general that can be – Lethal when you need it in the final third and they don't have it right now. I think Jimenez can be helpful, but he's not that lethal striker that they need. And I think if Mitro played against Everton today, this is two or three nil. That's just my opinion. That is the missing piece, the major missing piece. There are other things that are missing, but if Mitro plays, Mitro was playing with Fulham this season, they win that match comfortably. That's why that's my number one. It is all about not having a striker for Fulham Football Club right now. And it goes back to the summer. And we only have a short period of time left. I am recording this on Wednesday. So they need to get a striker in as soon as possible. To not just help us get over the line, but to build for next season as well. And they have just... Left this to the last minute. They didn't bring in a striker in the summer. Now you have an injury. You're almost forced to. They don't have any other option. They have to do this. If they don't bring in a striker by the end of the window, Fulham will probably be in a relegation battle. They will survive it. But that's how desperate it is. Even for someone like me. Fulham should not be anywhere near a relegation battle. But if you don't bring in a striker and Raul Jimenez is out for a significant period of time, you're going to be in there. Simple as that. That's how desperate this situation is. So I am just asking the board, Tony Khan, Shahi Khan, Alistair McIntosh. You have a little time left. Please get it done. Get a striker. Give Marco Silva the tools he needs to win in the premier league. It's not just that. obviously, You could use another central midfielder, another winger, another center back. Get it done. Get it done. There are ways that you can get this done that don't really affect your books for this season. You could do obligations to buy with a loan. There are things to be creative. Be creative and get the players in because you didn't do it at the end of the window in the summer, except for Alex Iwobi. Thankfully, you got Alex Iwobi, okay? Thankfully, you did that. That was great, but you needed much more. So you should be doing it right now, absolutely right now. It's on Fulham's board, Tony Khan, Shahi Khan, Alistair McIntosh, everyone, get the players in now. And that's how I'm going to end this episode, okay? Well, as always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. It does help other Fulham supporters find us. That's going to do it for this episode. My name is Russ Gumvick, as always, for watching and listening to Collars Talk, part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. It's the 90th minute, and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougal share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18-plus, serving times, delivery fee, and term supply, see McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk sport powered by fans.